Welcome back to Thriving Thursday. I'm so excited to have you guys back. It has been a hot minute since I've seen you guys. Um, I guess a life update. <laughs> uh, I got a second degree burn at um, well, CJ's where I worked. And um, I've been in a healing process with that. It's been three weeks. Yeah, about three weeks now. Um, and so I haven't been able to like even walk on my foot. Um, but, um, Lord is good and healing has been happening and it's getting better every single day. I can move my toes now, which I wasn't able to do for two weeks. Um, and, um, less pain. I'm not taking any medication for pain. So praise God, no more pain. Pain was horrible. I literally felt like I was going to die. It was, it was horrible. Um, it felt like someone was literally burning my foot constantly and it was horrible. So I'm glad that there's no more pain. Um, but that's my update. Um, and, uh, yeah. So just using crutches to get around everywhere. Super thankful for my husband, um, who has like helped me every single day with every little thing. Um, and all my friends who have came and visited and brought me donuts or like simply just came and visited. Uh, and for family too, that's been a big help driving me to doctor's appointments and taking care of all the necessities throughout this process. Um, it hasn't been an easy thing to go through. Uh, I've definitely been affected, I feel like, emotionally and spiritually and obviously physically. Um, but I'm just being patient with the process and hoping that some good will come out of this because the Lord turns everything to good for those who love him. Uh, so hopefully something good will come out of this um, journey. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to start to try to walk after next week. Um, and I'll keep you guys posted on this. Um, it's not easy to like share things that you're like currently going through, but it's really easy to share after the fact. So um, I guess it'll be nice to get, include you guys on the journey as I'm healing instead of after I've already been healed. Um, and yeah, something really interesting, but without further ado, I have a lovely lady sitting next to me. <laughs> uh, we have Grace here with us today. Hello, hello. I was about to say Grace Perda, but it's not. It's not Perda anymore. Hey, it's Zambrano. <laughs> Last time y'all saw Grace, she was engaged. That's right. She was about to get right. married. So yeah. she got married, uh, right. in April mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How's it, how's your married life been? It's great. It's great. It's like living with your best friend. Yeah. Um, it's a good time. That's awesome. Time. That's awesome. So uh, I messaged Grace like I think a few days ago or probably like on Sunday or Monday. And I was literally just like, hey, girl, like what are you been up to? I was like, I need a prayer buddy. Like what you doing? You want to like start praying together? Um, and I've just felt like, um, with everything that's happened, it's been really hard to have like a schedule. It's been really hard to find time with the Lord, even though I literally am home all day, which sounds bizarre, but like just being on pain medication and like literally being so loopy and just like not having a schedule and sleeping all day and being awake at night was just like, I don't know, it's been really hard, um, until I stopped taking the pain medications. Now I feel like I have like more clarity and like my schedule's formulating, um, and so I really felt like convicted that, um, I just have felt very unproductive. I felt kind of like useless, um, and just like so uncertain of like what's happening. Like, do I have permanent nerve damage? Like, am I not going to be able to, even that sounds a little extreme, like, am I not going to be able to walk with my right foot ever again? Um, how long is this process going to last that I can't do anything for myself? Not even the bare minimum, like cooking or using the bathroom, taking a shower, like for goodness sake, um, stuff like that. And so it's been really discouraging. Um, 
And so I went within my circle and I was like, hey, yo, Grace. <laughs> um, and so we got together earlier today and um, we literally just like got together and just had a spiritual talk and like prayed and um, read some scripture and kind of meditated over like what's been happening in our lives and um, like spiritually what that looks like and just emotionally. Um and so I'm glad I did because then Grace was like, hey, yo, we should just film an episode about this. I was like, yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> and so now we're here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thanks for being an encouragement. Um, I've definitely wanted to get back on. It's just been a matter of like when and what. Um, and even though I can sit down for a podcast, and I don't have to be standing up. It's kind of just been so discouraging being in this spot. Um, but I'm really glad that uh, you encouraged me. And like, here we are. So. Yeah. Hey, that's what like godly community is for, right? Yeah. Um, for sure accountability encouragement um sometimes it's hard to crawl out of that hole um yourself I mean I say that because like um that's kind of like where I've been at too which is what we talked about today of just and why we're doing the podcast because it's a hard place to be in when nobody's talking about it um and so like I've kind of been feeling a similar way just in um getting just getting married in, in general and going on honeymoon and all that stuff, like you're away from your community, which is good to start being like as a married couple and being apart from everyone. Um, but if you kind of like let that sit a little bit, um, which I kind of did, um, I got kind of lazy. And even though I was kind of like spending time with the Lord, I just felt myself get more and more like sort of apathetic about um, like the things of God and just of church and our commitments and things like that. And I just, I got lazy. Yeah. Um, really. And, um, that was really kind of strange for me because uh, it's not really who I am. I'm usually somebody who's like really, um, like passionate about the Lord and passionate about, um, the church and in what we're doing and what God's doing and being a part of that. And so, um, to experience that and to start to struggle around in that and feel like I can't get out, um, was kind of hard and frustrating. And, um, I'm still, I feel like I'm maybe like 75%, right? Like I don't feel like I'm a hundred percent back, um, into that. And so, um, yeah, I just, I, we felt like it was important to talk about something like that because a lot of times these types of podcasts are about, um, you know, the high times with the Lord or the cool things you'll experience in community or this or that. And, um, all those things are wonderful and they have their place for sure. Um, but I think it's so important to talk about, um, when things don't go, um, the way that you expect them to, or when your heart's not lining up with where it's supposed to be. Um, because like those are the parts of the Christian walk that get people really discouraged and feeling alone. Yeah. Um, and so if we can speak into that, um, and kind of talk about that, I just feel like that could really help people. For sure. For sure. So basically like what I have been feeling, um, and I guess you can kind of maybe share what you've been feeling, um, up until like literally yesterday and today, um, was kind of just like not the drive to even like pray and talk to the Lord. Um, read the word, which is really simple to do. Um, and, um, that's not like me. (laughs) I mean, you know, I, I love, you know, just spending time with God and talking to him. Um, and it's really simple. Like, I feel like a lot of times we overcomplicate things and you're like, oh yeah, you have to use these words and this and that, whatever, like the Pharisees we're focused on. But, um, it's literally so simple. Just like, Hey God, like, you know, today's been a great day. Thank you for blessing me with food on the table. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. But even that has been like hard to do. Um, 
And I mean, I'm not going to be like blaming it on the injury, but I feel like that's just when it all kind of like went that way. Um, And it's not like I was upset at God and being like, why did you let me get burned? Like it wasn't like that, but it was more of like, now I'm in this like yucky spot of like having to be on the couch in the same spot with my foot elevated for two weeks and I can't feel my toes and I don't know what this is going to look like. And it just kind of sucks. I can't do anything for myself, for my husband, for my house. Um, and I just felt like really discouraged and I, all I wanted to do is like sleep. Um, so I would literally like sleep all day. And so I feel like, um, I just had no routine. And so having no routine didn't push me at all spiritually. And then I couldn't go to like church or see my friends. And so that also kind of just like affects, you know? Um, and so how I've been feeling is just like discouraged. Um, and like, when I do pray, like, I just feel comfortable, like, oh, yeah, well, I've said a prayer today, so that we're good, but, like, then I feel convicted, because I feel like I'm doing the bare minimum, Mm. like, just saying one prayer a day, and it's the food I ate, and that's it, like, you know, like, that'd be so sad (laughs) if it was Ricky, Mm -hmm. and Ricky comes home, and I'm just like, yeah, my food was great this morning, and, like, that's all I say Mm -hmm. the whole day, like, (laughs) you know, um, so, um, you know, it's for me, like, I'm one of those people who, who, like, I need to spend, like, time with the Lord daily in order to feel like I am being productive spiritually, which I know, like, we kind of talked about earlier, not everyone is driven like that. Some people are a good five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally feel like I need to, like, spend time worshiping or praying or, re- like, it can be one of three things, worship, praying, or uh, reading the scripture. And at least if I do that for one, like, you know, I'm good. And, of course, I mean, with the busyness of life, you can't do that every day. I haven't been able to do it every day for a while, but I mean, that's the goal is to be able to do it every single day. Um, and anyways, um, I kind of felt stuck. Um, and, uh, I did reach out to another friend, um, last week and I just invited her over literally to like worship and pray with me. And it was so beautiful, like that, da- like tapping back into that. And it was crazy because she was someone who also has been lacking that. Mm -hmm. And so um, we prayed together, we worshiped together, and um, it felt so good to, like, tap back into that. Um, And so I'm really glad that, like, I'm utilizing that reaching out into your inner circle for help kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes we need that, and we need someone else to just be an encouragement to us to get us out of that. And so that's what I've – how I've been feeling um, with that lately. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, similar, I guess, emotions, a little bit different circumstance. Um, There wasn't necessarily something that has been, like, keeping me immobile, right? But, like, um, work has slowed down a little bit. I have a job where I can sort of make my own schedule. And so um, if things are looking a little bare on the calendar and I like it that way, then I'll keep it that way. Uh, which I've been really, really convicted about that as well. Um, um, cause my, my job, the nature of my job is, is helping people. And so as much as it's not like straight leading people to salvation, I think it is something that is done in service to people. And, and, and I think God cares about it. And so I've been neglecting that as well and being sort of apathetic about that too. Um, and so the more that I do that and, you know, tend to it less than the more time I have to just be at home and kind of do whatever I want to do, which like in theory, like sounds fun but it's not like um it's kind of gets you in a place where you're like oh I'm not doing anything like I'm not um I'm not yeah and then the more that you feel that way the more that you get comfortable the more that it doesn't feel bad anymore Mm -hmm. but you 
are sort of like just slipping into I don't know I like to call it like being asleep like in the Lord um just like kind of being lulled to sleep slowly and then you wake up or maybe don't wake up but you realize like I've been asleep and I really don't care about what God's doing right now and for me that was scary um because I'm used to really caring about what God is doing and being like, okay, God, like what's happening next? What are you going to do? Um, and I've just kind of been like, oh, okay, well he'll do whatever he wants and whatever, whenever he wants to do it. And I don't need to be a part of it, which is like, what, (laughs) you know, that's not me. And so, um, I feel like in the last few weeks have just been me like struggling through why am I feeling this way? Um, and if I am, like, how do I get out? Um, and so, yeah, I think, um, I think I'd call it kind of like spiritual apathy a little bit. Um, shout out Rosalind Renee. Um, she's got this podcast called Therapy as a Christian, and it's fantastic. Um, she has an episode on this called um, Spiritual Apathy, I think. Anyway, um, so if you want to dive into that a little bit more, hers is fantastic. But I'll just kind of talk about like um, like our experience and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I just kind of found myself in this place of like um, – I was, like, sitting down to spend time with God, but I was not wanting to. Like, I would sit down in my room, like, get on my knees and just be like, I don't have anything to say. Like, I don't have anything to talk about. I don't want to talk. Like, I just, like, I don't feel anything. I could talk your ear off about the concepts of God, but my heart's not in it, which is dangerous, dangerous. What was scary for me is, like, when I would pray, it's literally just about my foot. Mm. (laughs) And, like, nothing else. Like, I couldn't find anything else, you know, Mm. no other drive. It was just, like, Lord, like, I'm, which I know that he hears that. And he's, like, yeah, Yeah, awesome. I'm so glad that you're praying for your foot. Like, I hear you. Yeah. But, like, like, I just wasn't diving in at all for anything else. It's just, like, hey, Lord, like, I'm really presenting my foot to you. But, like, that was it, which, you know, is good that I'm bringing that to the Lord, but that was my only focus. Right. Like, it's not investing in that. Yeah. It's not investing in the relationship side of, like, hey, God, you know, what is it? It's like me being like, hey, Grace, Mm -hmm. haven't seen you. Can you just get me coffee? Yeah. And, like, I just ask you for coffee Mm -hmm. every day because I want coffee because I need caffeine. Yeah. (laughs) And that's all I talk about. Like, it's not a relationship. It's not like investment and stuff. And so, yeah. So that's kind of where I felt myself going to. And so, um, and I think just in the last like year or so, my relationship with God has changed a lot from being, um, okay, the only way that you speak to me is I read a scripture and I like it, to, okay, now I'm understanding what it's like to be in the presence of the Lord and to seek that and to seek him for who he is and not just what he can give to me. Yeah. And so like that journey has been really cool, but it also comes with a lot of frustration because when you don't like feel that God is there or you don't like you don't feel like you're in the zone of like I can I can understand what God's doing right now it can get really frustrating because you're like well what am I doing wrong um and I'm like a fix it type of person I want to know like what it is that I'm doing wrong what can I do to fix it what you know what sort of things do I need to be shifting or doing differently and I think on one end, there is like a sense of, yeah, shift your mind towards Christ, shift your mind away from all the distracting and complicated things and make it simple. But when you're doing that and it's like still sort of like not working, Mm. um, it's like, what do I do? Like what's happened? What's wrong with me? Like, why can't I like hear from the Lord? And I think for me, it was just sort of like, um, like a surrender of like, 
well, it's not something that I need to do differently. Um, it's just the nature of what it feels like to get back into the groove of things with the Lord. Um, because something that like, um, Ender said a lot when we were first dating, cause I really didn't understand what like a relationship with the Lord was or sitting in the presence of the Lord. I didn't know what that was. And so, um, it made me really mad <laughs> when he would talk about that. I'd be like, what do you mean? You like know things that I don't know. Um, but he would, he would say like, it's, it's like a muscle that you train. Um, and so when you're frustrated in that place and what I've come to realize is that when you kind of slip out of that a little bit and it gets hard, then when you're getting back into it, the first few times you spend with the Lord is going to feel like you're not doing anything. Um, it's going to feel like you're not accomplishing anything or you might, you might feel like God's not really there. Um, but I think the more that you do it and the more that you seek him, it is like a muscle that you retrain. And if you've let that muscle like atrophy and get weak, then you're going to have to strengthen it again. You're going to have to, um, work out that salvation, work out that, um, that, um, time with him and that yeah. that muscle of being able to see him and hear from him and all of that so I feel like that's really good that you went back to that because like um that might be a question that people have is like why is it important that you need to spend time with God daily or like why is it important to have a passion yeah. for him mm-hmm. and for spending time with him um and it's because it's in that place where you get to grow your own personal relationship with Jesus and your own knowledge of who he is and why he is the god that he is um and so if we don't do that then we're not going to grow in our relationship with him and so that's why it's important and uh, the bible tells us to go behind our doors and close and pray where no one can see us and then the god who sees you in private is going to reward you in yeah, public yeah. with whatever that looks like and so it's kind of a command for us to spend time talking with the Lord and not just on Sundays when you go to church, not just on Wednesdays when you have Bible study, not just on Thursdays when you have Bible study with friends, but in your private place, you know, um, in your car or whatever that looks like, um, in private spending time with the Lord. Um, and he says that he's going to reward us. And of course you don't do it out of, um, seeking a reward, right? But, uh, you do it with knowing that you're doing what God has called you and what he's, kind of asked you to do and he's gonna reward you for that um in return and so um I guess that's kind of do you have anything else of why also it's important to have that desire in time well yeah I I think what you're talking about like to me I always call it like the secret place um so if you haven't heard that term it's kind of referring to the space that you have um not necessarily actual place but like just wherever you are the space that you have that's just you and the Lord the space that you have where you seek the Lord um and where you kind of let him speak and you're not um um like bringing in a bunch of other voices it's just kind of you and god and so um, when it says like go into your room close the door and pray and your father who is in secret will reward you like it's not talking about like he's going to give you money or he's going to give you things or whatever what you're asking for it's he rewards you with himself um the prize is him so the more that you're um spending time in that secret place and you're getting to know him like that all the other things in life like start to sort of fall into place because you've got that thing um, secure, that time with him. And the more that you spend time with him, the more that you understand who he is, the more that you see his character and, and the, more the more you, you fall become like in love with him. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And that relationship grows. And as that relationship grows, it opens your eyes. You're able to see your circumstances the way that he sees them. Yeah. Um, and so they're less frustrating. They're less hopeless because now, okay, well, I know who God is, and if God is good, then this is for me. This is good. Um, 
And so it just kind of is a, is a good way to like reframe yeah. uh, how you're seeing whatever's going on. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it's just natural to become passionate about it because like any good thing, if I know of a company that I can subscribe to that is so good and the product is natural and I just love the product and everything, I'm going to want to share that with everyone and be like, hey, like go try out this company because their product is amazing. I mean, it's all natural. It's grown in the U.S., like all this stuff. And it's just natural because it's something good and something that you like and something that you've enjoyed trying. And so, like, that's why I think it's, like, only natural if you love the Lord to be passionate about it. And that passion looks different for everyone, um, completely different for everyone. But um, I think that it's good to be passionate about the Lord. And I feel like a lot of times some people um, will kind of talk down that passion mm-hmm. or, like, almost be ashamed of that passion and hide it yeah. uh, just uh, – for being afraid of being called religious or, you know, whatever it is. But I don't feel, I don't think that we should hide behind um, being afraid of being passionate about the Lord because uh, it's what we're called to do. And I don't know, that just came to my mind. Um, so if that's you and you've been feeling ashamed of being passionate, don't like crawl out of that shell and share that passionate, uh, share that passion with others. Um, which I know something that I, I've loved about you. I know we, uh, on Grace's bachelorette, um, we, (laughs) we were in Dallas. Um, what was it called? The art Bishop art, uh, Bishop arts. And, uh, we were having a good time taking pictures at Grace's, um, or it wasn't Grace, sorry, at this like sunshine bus thing. And all of Grace's bridesmaids and I, and some others were there um, and we were taking pictures in there. And the guy was just so cool, so awesome. And we finished taking our pictures. We got out and we're walking away and Grace is like, wait. She looks at us, she's like, I think we should go pray for him. Do you want to go pray for him? And we're like, yeah, sure. So we went and we prayed for him. And um, it was so funny because it turned out that he was a believer. Um, and... After us praying for him, he prayed over Grace and Ender's marriage and like blessed that. And then um, he just seemed really happy. And he, I remember him saying like, wow, I needed that. Wow, I needed that. And like, mm, like as we're praying, he's like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And he was just like thanking the Lord just for that moment, I guess. Um, and whatever he was feeling spiritually. And then uh, <laughs> we're leaving. And Grace is like, I think it was, was it you or someone else? Um, well, I have to give a little bit of, I think it was, uh, I think it was Lena was like, Lena? yo, what about his friend? Okay. And I had been thinking <laughs> about it, but I was like, it was that like, sometimes you get a little bit scared. You get a little shy. And yeah. Like, like Ooh, should I really like <laughs> talk to this other person? Maybe they're not a Christian, uh, which I felt so bad after that because he totally was. And he was like, like, what about me? Uh, yeah, yeah. He told us after and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, he, he, we ended up going back and, and praying for him as well. Yeah, he had a super cool name. His name was Skater, right? Skitter. I think it was Scooter. Scooter. I don't remember. It was. So, I just remember <laughs> I being like, "That's yeah, such yeah, a cool yeah. name." Yeah. He was, he was cool. Um, and he was such a cool guy. Uh, and we got to pray for him, and he was super grateful. Yeah. Um, and I think if I, I don't know if I have bad memory or not, but I think like someone like prayed specifically over something that he needed. Yeah. Uh, I think it was something with finances, and he was just like so grateful and just so happy yeah. uh, that the Lord was moving that. And so just being passionate about praying for people in that moment us as a team, you know, and you initiating that, like, we don't know what kind of blessings we poured into them that they needed, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, if we wouldn't have been obedient and wouldn't have done that, 
I mean, we were his last people for the day. He was going to close even before us. And so it's funny that we even went in when we did because he was closing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that we were obedient and just simply praying over them, like we spoke blessings over him and uh, his family. And um, he needed that. And he was so grateful for that. Yeah. So I'm glad um, you actually brought that up because – yeah, in my in my life and in in those moments, like that's kind of like a spiritual high moment, right? Yeah, like yeah. something like that's happening. It's really cool. God's moving. You know, um, it's amazing to like be used by the Lord in that way and stuff. And I can look back on that and be like, wow, God moved. Um, but then like that stuff doesn't um, like you can't stop there and be like, yeah, that's great for then. Because now I look back at that and it's like. Um, that's great. Like, where did that go? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that like is an encouragement to me that like, hey, this, you know, happened in the past and that kind of stuff's not showing up in your life right now, Grace. So like, why isn't, sh- why isn't it showing up? Yeah. Um, and so like remembering, I think that's one of the biggest things. Yeah, for sure. One of the biggest things in spiritual apathy and getting in that place is like, um, when you're there, start to remember what God has done. Mm. Um, If you need to make a list, like make a list, start thanking him for the things that he's done, the ways he's shown up in your life and for you and for other people and, and those things. Because when you get into that place of spiritual apathy, you can get really like, you just forget like what God has done. You can forget those things. And it's like, it just piles on the apathy because you're like, well, God's not really done anything. Like, what is he really doing? Or he's not moving like, right it's now. not really moving right now. Well, yeah. yeah, it's because you're not seeing it. And the reason you're not seeing it is because you're not connected to him. Yeah. And so, like, the more that you are connected to the Lord and the more that you're saying yes to him every day and, um, and seeking him and working on that relationship, like, it opens your eyes to what he is doing. Yeah. Because he doesn't stop working. We stop looking for you it. You know what's funny is, like, right now I'm, like, reflecting back on the verse that we were speaking about, which I don't know what book it is in, but... Today. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. The verse we were, I was saying right now about how um, the Lord tells us to go pray in secret and the Father oh, yeah. who sees you in private will reward you in public. Like, um, you spending time, I'm, I know, and I'm sure, intimate time with the Lord, like, it's almost like he was rewarding you and being a part of being a blessing to someone else yeah. in that moment. Um, just because you were connected and you kind of felt, like, spiritually, like, mm-hmm. hey, I really want to pray for that guy. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but, like, I'm feeling that yeah. gut. And that's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and you can only hear those promptings. Exactly. You can only hear that if you're spending that time yeah. with him in secret because you know what his voice sounds like, mm-hmm. right? But if you're distancing yourself, you're pulling away from God, it's a lot harder to hear him in those moments and to take, um, yeah, like, to take, to seize those moments and yeah. actually see what God's going to do. Um, cause you haven't been spending time with him. Yet. And I believe that there's different seasons that we go through with the Lord. Like you called that moment, like a high spiritual moment, right? With mm-hmm. the father. And so I definitely feel like we're going to go through different seasons and stages of our relationship with the Lord. And that doesn't make him any less present mm-hmm. because he's always there and he's always near. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that we're going through different seasons and stages with him in our walk of faith, but it doesn't make him any closer, any further. Right. Yeah. I- because I, I feel like through the low moments, it's so easy to be like, oh, God is so far. He's not listening. But it's not true. He's literally in the same spot he was when you had your high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always say, like, it's not him that moved. Like, it's it's us that moves. Yeah. Um, and so, like, if you feel distant from the Lord, like, he has not gotten up and walked away from you, you might feel that distance because you've sort of gotten up and, and drifted a little bit. But yeah. he is just as close as he was before. Um, 
but you have to sort of make that decision to come back and to like accept him in again yeah um it's funny because it makes me think about what i was saying about how what alex shared on that one podcast yeah okay so that's so good (laughs) so uh when i was uh praying with my friend the other day um and we like both came together on the sofa and we were like all right what so what did you feel the lord um saying to you in that time of prayer and she told me what she felt the lord was speaking to her and then she asked me and I was like, well, it's really funny because what I hear the Lord saying to me is get up. But like, <laughs> I can't like physically get up right now. But I feel like he's saying just get up, like spiritually, just get up, wake up, do what you need to do. Because here I am sitting and complaining like, oh, I just, I don't, I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like, and like, that's, I mean, that's our flesh. That's our human body, right? Like we have to spiritually drive ourselves. But what came to my mind anyways throughout that whole moment Um, which a few episodes ago, Alex Gomez uh, shared something. And he said, um, we don't get hungry spiritually by not eating. We get hungry spiritually by feeding ourselves. And it's so funny because our flesh, right, um, in order to get hungry to want to eat again, you don't eat, right? If I don't eat for a certain amount of hours, I'm going to get hungry. So then I'm going to eat. But spiritually, that's not how it works. We're not going to get hungry by sitting here and not feeding ourselves the word, not feeding ourselves worship, not feeding ourselves prayer, intimate time with the Lord. You're not going to want to just want it because you haven't had it. Um, But pushing yourself and feeding yourself those moments and those um, things is what's going to make you more hungry for the Lord. Um, And it's funny because I'm in the season where I'm not really hungry for the Lord. I'm not really hungry for seeking his presence, which is pretty important, especially if you're in ministry and you're um, in discipleship and those type of things. It's really important to have. And so um, that came to my mind. I was like, wow, Lord, you're literally telling me to get up and feed myself so I can be hungry. Uh, And I thought that was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's really good. Um, Gosh, I feel like there's so many elements to the Christian walk that like can get us so discouraged and feel so stuck sometimes. And a lot of times those are the reasons that we walk away from God, right? Either it's like church hurt or like a friendship that goes wrong or um, something that's like traumatic that happens to us or something and we don't deal with those things. And so it turns into spiritual apathy. Right. And so, um, and those things can be so discouraging and you get to that place where you're like, I don't feel like anybody's talking about this. Like, I don't feel like anybody has answers on this. Um, and so, I mean, that's really where I, how I, I felt like it's so important to talk about this today is because like there is hope in that. Um, like if you're going through one of those seasons right now, if you're experiencing one of those things where, whether it be, you know, distance from God, church hurt, um, relationship problems, any of those things that's that's making you feel stuck in your walk with God, like there's hope. Yeah. Um, like a season that you're in is just a season. It's going to pass at some point. And the Lord does not just like let his children fall into nothingness. Like if yeah. you desire to bring that back with the Lord, he will bring it back with you. Exactly. Um, and so a few ways I think to get out of that, I mentioned like being um, – looking back on what God's done and, and thanking him for that. Yeah. Um, which again, sometimes is not like super emotional when you do it. Sometimes you're like, all right, thank you for this. Thank you for that. But the more that you like dive into those things and thank him, the more that your heart will just start to follow because that's what sort of ignites that, um, 
and opens that door of your heart is the thankfulness um, for the Lord, not just for what he's done, but for who he is. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, thankfulness for sure. Another thing is reaching out to community. That's what I was going to say. It's a big one. Finding someone in your inner circle that you know is going to push you uh, spiritually and kind of just hold you accountable. Reaching out and letting them know how you feel. Um, Yeah, not not keeping it to yourself because when you keep it to yourself and you don't reach out, um, first of all, what happens is nobody nobody feels like heard or understood because everybody's just putting their best foot forward they're putting on their you know pretty face and and walking out and none of your friends are able to see like hey I'm I'm struggling and so everybody feels alone yeah right being vulnerable about yeah but if you're stepping out and you're reaching out to your friends and stuff you all feel less alone yeah that's like what community is that's like unlocking something that like the enemy does not want you to understand yeah like vulnerability and like bringing the truth out that is so biblical that is a biblical concept yeah um and so when you look at it like the truth will set you free like christ says that bring what's in the darkness out into the light yeah um and so when you do that with your community like that is a massive force for good yeah. um and the enemy doesn't like that so he, he tries to get us to feel like we're going to be embarrassed so we shouldn't talk to our community or we're going to be judged so we shouldn't tell people what's going on well that's a lie. Um, and even sometimes those things happen. Sometimes you get judged, but like, I would encourage you to get back up and do it again. (laughs) Like find somebody who's safe and share with them. Um, because like being vulnerable and taking that first step, like even if you were the first person to be vulnerable about your relationship with God with others and you got burned, like you still took that first step to show that that's a good thing. Um, and someone will clue into that um, and maybe come to you later and be like, look, I didn't say something at the moment, but I'm also feeling that way. Um, and so I just feel like that's a great thing to do is to like share what's going on and be real about it because nobody benefits from everybody pretending that it's mm-hmm. all good. Right. Mm-hmm. Again, that, that contributes to us feeling stuck in our relationship with God because we feel alone. Yeah. Um, but the more that I could have opened up things. to you, you would have been like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry you feel like that. Um, I'll pray for you. Yeah. I went home. And then like now where's yeah. that connection and where's that like partnership and friendship that is going to help me grow and you grow, you yeah. know, but you also being vulnerable about how you feeling allows us both to just be transparent yeah. and then be like, all right, how are we going to do this together? How yeah. do we get out of this? Yeah. And you pull that and you yeah. go with the Lord and you grow. Yeah. And yeah. there's, yeah, there's growth in that. There's yeah. not just community and connection, which is awesome because friendship is wonderful, but like there's also growth, yeah. right? Like we're helping each other to grow and that's beautiful. I mean, growing in your relationship with God, with God on your own is wonderful and yes. beautiful and it's part of what he's calling us to, but there's also a church, right? Like not like, yes, the local church, but the big C <laughs> church, like the church, right? The, yeah. the bride of Christ, like that exists for a reason. And we're supposed to love the bride of Christ because it it's a part of like God's family, right? If that's his bride, you don't just say like, I don't like those people, right? Because yeah. you're, you're rejecting something that's like God's loves, right? We're his beloved. So um, engaging with the members of, of God's like big global church is like, so powerful and so important and so biblical yeah I think also like you mentioned earlier just remember that there's hope out of this um that there's a reason for the season as they say and that um like through this process the Lord might be trying to show you something he might be trying to grow your character he might be trying to grow you spiritually he might be trying to 
get a stronger relationship with you or maybe help you to see something in a different way that you haven't seen like that in a while. Um, and uh, it's funny because when right before we were going to um, do the podcast, I changed my shirt because I was wearing I was wearing a gyro shirt. But uh, this uh, shirt is from Under Earth. And I, one of the reasons why I loved Under Earth was because of the meaning behind it that I got, mm-hmm. uh, which is like no matter what season you're in and if you feel buried alive, remember that even though you're a seed buried underneath, a plant's going to grow. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that, you know, throughout this process, just remembering that there's hope through this, that you're going to get out of it and that yeah. there's light at the end of the tunnel and that the Lord is walking through this process with you. He's right yeah. there. Um, and the more that you feed yourself, the more growth you're going to have and you're going to come out of that and you're going to be like, wow, like mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I had hope throughout that season because look at where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just remembering that. Um, it's just a season and it's temporary. And as long as you do the work that you need to put into it, you're going to have a end result of growth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 It's when we get like stagnant and we say, well, this is just the way things are going to be. That's kind of puts us deeper into that pit. Um, but if at some point something clicks for you, like, I don't like this. I want this to change. Like, that's what you hold on to. That's what you grab onto and you go, okay, God. I'm not feeling it. I don't want to pray right now. I don't want to read the Bible right now or whatever it is. Like, I don't feel this right now, but I do realize that something needs to change and I do feel that something needs to change. So God, like do it through me. Yeah. Um, That's a big thing that I feel like even when you don't want God, like, I think it is a perfectly okay prayer to pray to say, Hey God, like I want to want you. Yeah. So help me to want you. Like put that desire in my heart. I think he loves to answer that prayer because like desire for him is huge. I mean, it's one of the the core components. I think of a relationship with God is just desiring him. And so if that emotion is not being found in your heart, like ask for it. He loves to answer that prayer. Um, He's a God that hears us. And if we believe that he's a God that hears us, then we believe he's going to do what we need. Mm -hmm. Um, and something like that isn't, you know, asking for a sports car, it's asking for desire for the Lord. He's going to answer that. Um, because it's, you know, it's his desire for us. It's our purpose is to love him and to desire him. Yeah. And I feel like, um, a lot of people say that like questioning the Lord is bad and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, um, sometimes it's not because the Lord likes questions. He loves curiosity. He's not afraid no he's god yeah and like i mean he he has answers for those questions so and he's gonna answer you know um in his way and in his time he doesn't always answer us right away uh but i feel like you know asking whatever questions you have through this season whatever doubt like the lord hears that and he understands your worries he understands your anxiety he understands your doubts he understands your questions and he's going to be faithful in giving you a response um, when you go to him and you ask him. Um, and it doesn't always, it's not an audible voice sometimes. some For some people it is. Um, it's, you know, looks different. The answer looks different. Um, and that's why we just have to be awake and um, kind of like aware of what's happening spiritually mm-hmm. um, so that we can be ready to point out whatever answer that is that we're waiting from the Lord um, to hear. And then we see it when we're awake yeah so i want to touch on like one other kind of reason that sort of like the spiritual apathy happens and and that's kind of what i mentioned the the trauma or something really awful is going on um and so when you said that about like questioning god and stuff sometimes when those things happen like you need to get that stuff out Mm -hmm. you need to get that emotion out if you're angry at god tell him 
if you're frustrated with him, tell him, like, he needs to know. Um, I mean, he knows, but he needs you to express that because unexpressed feelings, like, in any relationship, it's not going to go well. Yeah. Um, and so if you're, un- you're not expressing those feelings with God, like, you're not going to advance in a relationship with him. And so if you've got church hurt and you're like, why the heck did he let this happen? Don't, I mean, yes, like express that to your friends, but don't just express that to your friends saying, I'm so mad at God right now because he let this happen. Take that straight to him Mm -hmm. um, and say, hey, God, I'm mad. I don't understand this. I don't understand why you let this happen. I don't understand what's going on. Um, But then that's where you go into, but I know this is what your word says. And even though I don't feel it right now, I'm going to choose to believe that you're good. I'm going to choose to believe that like, there's something that's going to come out of this and and that's when your heart opens up and you can hear what he has to say about it for sure um but yeah i tell people a lot like sometimes you got to yell at god you know and yeah. and that's in scripture like when you um look in job right like he's questioning lord like why did you let this happen i don't feel like i did anything to deserve this like blah 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 and like yeah god responds with um where were you when i created the world like um you don't know what's going on I know what's going on and sometimes (laughs) you're going to get that like harsh response from the Lord um but I think it's still like valuable to have those questions and to have that moment with the Lord when you're expressing those things and that emotion because like he's going to respond and um it's going to put your heart back where it needs to be and and I think for me when I've had those moments like I do have that response from God but it's always so gentle Mm -hmm. like I don't feel like he's yelling back at me like, where were you when I hung the start? Like, you know what I mean? Um, it's more of like a, hey, listen, you're you're a human and you don't know things and I know things. <laughs> and it humbles me every time. And that's what like brings me back to just like, oh, my gosh, you're so big and you know what I don't know. And yeah. how could I not trust you? Be- because, you know, you casted the stars in the sky and you know them all by name and like oh. – you did all these things, you know, and when I think about how big God is, it just kind of, like, humbles me to, like, okay. You can I, trust him. Yeah, and I, I think of that verse, I don't know what it is, but it's David, I think it's in the Psalms, and he's like, um, you know, like a child, I've quieted myself, I don't concern myself with things too big for me to understand. Yeah. Um, I just trust God. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like that's that's one of those things in those moments of kind of the, okay, let's express what's going on. Let's get that out, and then let's ultimately come back to the fact that God knows what's And I think, like, speaking positivity over that season, over that situation, um, you know, um, I mean, it's okay to be negative for a while if that's what you're feeling, Mm -hmm. but pushing yourself to be out of that um, and looking at what is something positive in this situation, which is really hard sometimes. Yeah. I mean, even if that happened with me, I mean, it was an accident. A coworker accidentally spilled a hot tea on my foot. Um, I could have easily been bitter and been mad at her and, you know, um, whatever. But, you know, I chose to at the uh, after week one and a half, because the first week, I mean, obviously I'm upset about the situation and just really hurt and very sad. Um, I didn't know what it was going to look like. Right. But after that week and a half being like, all right, it's going to get better. Like I'm going to heal. Um, and speaking that over yourself uh, rather than sitting in that pity which is easy to do a lot of the times I did for the first whole week is like you know poor me like I can't do anything I'm useless I'm in pain um but crawling out of that and being like all right let's speak some positive because our words have 
power. You know, the Bible says our tongue has power and we speak life or death. And so I'm speaking life over that situation. I'm going to heal. I'm going to recover. Um, and I'm positive that something good is going to come out of this, even though it was a traumatic accident that happened. Um, the worst thing that's happened to me, probably, um, something good's going to come out of that. And even if it's going on this spiritual journey and the Lord's being like, Hey, I'm trying to spend time with you. And you're at home for four and a half weeks, not doing anything. Can you spend time with me? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, no, no. The first two and a half weeks. And he's like, all right, wake up. Like mm-hmm. I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, rather it's that or it's something bigger than that, that I won't see till later. Yeah. Um, you know, just trying to look for that positive to keep you motivated and yeah. to get you out of that funky space feeling that down. Yeah. That's so good because, um, I think a lot of that is just faith. Right. Yeah. Um, beginning to speak those things over your situation. Like it is hard sometimes. It is hard yes. to speak those things over your situation when it feels helpless. But that that's like that's faith. Um, yeah. And again, I feel like that discouraging place is when you feel like, well, I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. We'll ask, like mm-hmm. ask God, um, ask God to bring you to that place. If you cannot muster that positivity up in yourself, ask for it. Mm-hmm. um ask for that supernatural joy you know um we're not meant to do the spiritual walk alone right god has given us a helper god has given us the holy spirit mm-hmm. right so if we're asking for that strength to walk through that situation we're asking for the joy um to look and see the trial or whatever as joy um like he's going to provide that because it doesn't come from us we can't like muster up joy yeah. we can't muster up peace we can't muster up the fruits of the spirit right they're called the fruits of the spirit because they come from the spirit so if you're struggling with one of those like ask for it ask for the lord to you know do that in you and do a work in you to um produce that yeah um, to produce that joy if you're struggling with it um and that good positive attitude to to pull out of that situation yeah yeah because like you said that's faith Mm -hmm. Um, and faith is believing in what you can't see. Mm-hmm. And so obviously in that moment, you're not seeing the good. You don't feel the good. But speaking out in faith is practicing what the Lord has told us to practice. And yeah. it's what he tests us to practice sometimes too. I mean, look at Job, um, faithful to the very end. He was the most, God told saying he was a faithful servant mm-hmm. of the Lord. Yeah. Um, and so like Job let us... Um, <laughs> Be faithful through all trials and tribulations Mm -hmm. um, and try to see the good even when we can't. And just believe in the good even if you don't see it or you don't feel it. Yeah. Um, And um, to practice just being behind closed doors and spending time with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's what I get from all of this today. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Thank you, Grace, for coming and literally just sharing your heart and being transparent. Um, That's what this is all about. Like we said earlier, I know a lot of times people can look at Christianity and be like, oh, well, they're just perfect people who have such a perfect relationship with God. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's why I can't be a part of that. But it's like, no, at the end of the day, we're people, ordinary people who struggle with daily things. um, And our relationship with Jesus is not easy. Perfection is discouraging. Yeah. Like fake perfection is discouraging yeah we live in a world that is broken it's not perfect right god created it to be perfect but from the moment that adam and eve sinned like it became imperfect now Mm. like it is broken there's something imperfect imperfect about this life and so like the reality is that there is pain there's frustration so when we pretend that that doesn't exist 
when we pretend that our relationship with God is perfect or, or we just don't we talk do about perfect, it or we just don't talk about it right when we pretend it's perfect it is discouraging because it's in it's not a good representation of what's happening yeah um and so it's false advertisement yeah it's false <laughs> advertisement right it's, yeah it's discouraging because yeah. you're like it's like confronting the reality of a broken world with a false idea of what it's supposed to be it's exactly. always going to be discouraging yeah um, so that's why I, I think it's really important to, to just be real about how this life is because the reality is that like the hard stuff is real and it's there, but there's so much hope because when you diminish like the hard stuff, when you don't talk about the hard stuff, you're also restricting talking about how God has moved through that stuff, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. how God has worked in those things. Yeah. Um, so talk about the hard and also talk about what God's doing in the hard. Yeah. Um, don't neglect definitely. that. Yeah. Definitely. So thank you so much. I yeah. appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And I'm so glad that you're back with me and that we're back on this and we're going to be on this journey together. Um, so I love you guys and stay posted for next Thursday. Bye.